We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, welcome to the Equestrian Podcast. My name is Bethany Lee, and this is episode number 13. Britt Saba is one cool chick. To say she does it all is an understatement. To name a few things she does, Britt was awarded Influencer of the Year by Noelle Floyd. She is an ambassador for U.S. Equestrian. She's a pony eventer, blogger, and mom. Want to know how she manages all these things? I know I did. So let's go find out. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Doing well. I'm so happy you're on the Equestrian Podcast today. Me too. I'm excited. Awesome. So you started riding at a young age, correct? Yes. Um, I know. I mean, you know, my parents would put me on ponies at very, my, uh, my cousins actually had a bunch of Shetland ponies. So I'd ride them, you know, just for fun when I was a really tiny kid. And then I started taking lessons, I think when I was probably like six or seven. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so you rode as a junior um, up until uh, up until what age? Yeah, so um, I rode, I did mostly hunters and a little bit of dressage until I was probably, let's see, I think I I competed more until I was probably like 16 or 17. And then um, I took a break from riding when I was in college. I and I retired my horse out to um, a family friend's farm. He was a vet. And so my horse ended up retiring out there. Cool. And then I really didn't ride at all other than for fun. Like occasionally I'd go hop on my horse out of his farm, you know, for fun on random weekends um, while I was in college. And then I didn't start riding again until a few years after that. Um, and that was probably about like six years ago or so. Okay, cool. So, so yeah. yeah, so you said about eight years is how long your break was, right? I think so. I think okay. it was probably about eight years. Yeah. Okay. And what made you decide to come back to it? Well, I mean, I always, I always wanted to, um, just in college, my schedule didn't really allow for it. And I always missed horses the entire time I wasn't, you know, regularly riding and anywhere we'd go on vacation or anything, I'm like, I have to go horseback riding. I needed, you know, my horse fix everywhere, (laughs) everywhere that I went. And then, um, I, I didn't start riding again until actually I, after I got married and then I was just really craving it, I guess, and started taking lessons. And then I was like, 110% 110% back in it from there. I couldn't yeah. stop. So awesome. So, um, you are known as an adult pony rider, which I think is so <laughs> yeah. cool. I think yeah. I had to graduate from riding ponies when I was like 12 because I right. got so tall so early. Um, yeah. but, uh, what, what's that like? I mean, there, there is, there is quite a bit of a, a attitude difference and mentality between a pony and a horse. Um, what's kind of your take on that? Yeah. yeah, there definitely is. I mean, it's worked out for me since I'm pretty short. I'm only five two. So, and I always said when I was growing up, I was like, I want to stay short so I can ride ponies because I always love ponies. Mm-hmm. I love that they have a little bit of attitude. They're a little spicy. I just always loved that for some reason. I don't, that's just my type. 
And so my wish came true. I really didn't grow at all. So um, <laughs> I've been able to still ride really small horses. And, you know, when I was shopping for a horse when, about six months after I started riding again, I was looking for anything that was like under 15 too, because that's really my max. That's, yeah. You know, I, I wanted to stay under that height. And, um, and then I found Louie and he's, you know, he's 14 too. So it, that worked out perfectly. And I just, you know, once I started riding him, regularly I was like yeah this is really the perfect size for me and so I and then I've, I've got another one now um who's a pony also and it's just awesome. it's just worked out since I since it, it's a good size for me I'm I'm not I don't have a lot of leverage with my body being so short so it yeah. helps me to ride a small horse yeah and and how does that come uh to any difficulty when you start getting into these bigger events um, and doing, you know, prelim and things like that, where the the size of the fences are getting higher and higher? It definitely does. Um, I, I will say, you know, that was the hardest part on Louis and that he does not have a big stride at all. It really took a lot for me to be able to, you know, feel comfortable with for him making the distances. Mm-hmm. Um, we struggled a lot with Am, am I, do I have him on a big stride or is he just running away with me? So yeah, that was yeah. a struggle for, for a really long time. And then once we figured that out, it, you know, we were able to, we were able to do it and he was able to make all, all of the distances. Um, our main, our main concern when moving up to that level was actually more with the show jumping since it was more important to make the distances and the combinations, you know, we didn't want to go in there and add in the triple because that would just be, be a right. disaster. So um, out on cross country, we had a little bit more more freedom and he was a lot more confident cross country than he was show jumping. Um, but yeah, it was definitely finding finding the balance of we're on a big enough stride, but not, you know, running away like a freight train was, right. was the biggest struggle. And it took us a while to get there. Yeah. So, so you, um, after your break, you came in right away, hitting the ground running with eventing. What, what made you decide to make that change? Well, I always wanted to event growing up, even when I was a kid, I, that was always the discipline I wanted to do, but I grew up in St. Louis. And at the time there just really wasn't any eventing really going on around there. Um, my barn actually was across the street from Queenie Park, which holds a horse trials um, a couple times a year. So there, there is a whole cross country course over there. So we were able to go and jump um, and do that and, you know, get out on the cross country course a little bit. But my trainers that were there were mostly hunter jumper trainers. There really wasn't a big eventing scene. So um, I just never really had the chance to do it. So when I moved out here and wanted to ride again, I was looking up eventing barns and luckily there was one pretty close to me. So I was able to finally make that switch. Okay. So up until this point, you hadn't done any cross country, correct? I had done some like kind of cross country schooling type stuff when I was a kid because we were across the street from, from a cross country course and I just jumped hunter paces. Um, so I did have a little bit of experience with it, but that, I mean, I, it was probably, you know, over 10 years since I had done anything and I had never actually just gone out on course by myself, you know, running a full cross country course. So yeah. Was that extremely nerve wracking to all of a sudden dive in as an adult to something that, I mean, I feel like it's yeah. kind of like gymnastics where like, yes. you can learn how to do a backflip when you're five, but if you try right. to do it when you're 20, it's like terrifying. <laughs> yeah, there definitely was some of that, um, especially since, you know, 
Louis was pretty green when I when I bought him as well. He had done a couple events, so he was slightly more experienced than me. But you know, it, it wasn't. We were both kind of going out there learning it together, which was a little bit scary. Yes, I'll definitely admit that. Um, but I'm lucky that that was really his best phase out of all out of all of the eventing phases. So um, it, you know, it did that helps <laughs> with my with my nerves. But yeah, it was definitely scary as an adult to, to go do that. <laughs> Right. And um, your other your other horse is Ricky, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, so when you found Ricky, what was that? What was that process like? Had he been do had he been an eventing pony before that? Or what kind of traits were you looking for when you were finding another one? Yeah. So um, I actually I had been looking for a new horse for a while uh, because I knew that Louie was going to max out at prelim. Um, I'd wanted to do a one star with him and we were going to, and then he had an injury and then I got pregnant. All this was like all at the same time in 2017. So then we took a long break and my plan for Louie was always for him to be a dressage horse after, cause he, he loves dressage too, after we were done eventing. And so when I really came to that conclusion, I was like, okay, this is the time, you know, he's done eventing, you know, I, I don't want to push him anymore. Um, then I was looking for another horse and I knew I wanted it to be small and, um, and have eventing experience. I mean, actually I should backtrack a second. Cause I, for a while I really thought I wanted a young horse. So, mm. cause I loved bringing Louie along, but after I had a baby, I was really just not as confident as I used to be. Right. And so it took me, it took me a while to, to come to the realization that I needed something that had kind of been there, done that to help me get okay. my confidence level back. So, um, so a friend of mine and her trainer took a very spontaneous trip to Ireland and I was kind of joking. I was like, Oh, find me a Conamara because I always wanted one, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one that's, one that's invented. And so they went there and then of course, you know, like the first day that they were like, we found you one. Oh <laughs> so, my gosh. um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of a whirlwind experience, but yeah, he, he's pretty experienced. He's 10 years old. He's done a few one stars. He competed as a pony, um, over in Europe in the pony eventing classes and, He's done some pony two stars, which is the same, and some CCI one stars, which is the same as our like regular one stars we have here, okay. since we don't have the pony classes. Um, and so my friend uh, Lisa tried him and wrote him, and she's like, "You'd love this horse." And so um, I, yeah, so I basically bought him off of video of her riding him and wow. some other videos of him um, that I had seen. And so it was a very nerve wracking experience, but it's turned out really well because he is he's a really, really amazing teacher. He's like a total packer, at least, you know, over fences. He's, he's exactly what I needed to, to get my confidence back. So it's been a lot of fun learning Um, from him so far. That's awesome. I mean, what, what, what do you think caused the, um, the confidence shift? I mean, was it just the time off or, or what, what do you think changed? You know, I, I really, I think it's a combination of things, but I think it was definitely, it was the time off and then having a baby. I really think that that, it does change your brain chemistry. I, I've heard so many other moms who are writers say the same thing. Um, and I, because I really wasn't expecting it, especially because I rode through pretty much my entire pregnancy until I felt too big to where it sure. was so uncomfortable for me to get on and off. Yeah. And so I was just like, it's not worth it anymore. I just, it just it was too uncomfortable. So, but I rode through the whole thing and my whole pregnancy when I was riding, I was like, I cannot wait to jump again. You know, I, I, I was so excited. I was not nervous at all riding and 
because Louis was great my, the whole time I was writing while I was pregnant. And, um, and so I was not expecting it to be, to be nervous at all. But for some reason, after my daughter was actually born and when I was getting back into jumping, I was really nervous. And I, I, you know, it was completely unexpected. So I think it was a combination of, I really hadn't jumped in almost a year because he had had a little time off before I got pregnant. And then, mm. you know, we had the whole pregnancy and a little bit of time after. And, and then it was just really me being worried about my daughter and being there for her and not getting injured. And it's just, mm. and, and Louie really needs a confident ride. So when I was, when I was feeling nervous, he could feel it. And we just were not really a good match for each other jumping wise at that mm. point. And so it was just kind of this vicious cycle of both of us being nervous and it wasn't really working out too well. So at that point I was like, all right, this is, this is not worth it to make either of us, you know, nervous and unhappy. Let's just, I'm going to do dressage with him. I'll get another horse that will, that I know is confident and doesn't care if I'm nervous. And so that's what I did. And it's working out so far. Yeah. That's awesome. And so you had your baby just under a year ago, right? Yes. In okay. last January. Wow, that's awesome. So how yeah. has that how has that changed your life? I mean, you, you touched on how it changed your riding a little bit, right? But yeah, how has that been? Yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, changed my life a lot. Um it's it's amazing. You know, she's awesome and um it's it is a little bit difficult with, you know, making it work sometimes. I mean, I'm really lucky that I can, you know, she goes to daycare, so I, I'm able to ride and, and get my work done during the day and stuff. But, um, you know, sometimes I would just have to, to take her down in the stroller and lead my horse at the same time, park her outside the arena and ride. And luckily, she's been really good about that for the most part. But um, that is definitely it's definitely a struggle. And there's been some times I'm like, oh, I really want to go to this clinic or I want to go to this show. But I'm not sure if I'll have anybody there to help me watch her because my husband can't you know, leave work on a Thursday to go to a horse show. So, mm -hmm. um, that's definitely, so I haven't been able to get out to do that much yet. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, as she gets a little bit older, she'll be a year by the time, you know, our show season starts next year and I'll be able to figure out the help in that, <laughs> in that respect. But so that's been a little bit of a struggle, but it's working out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as, as an amateur rider, do you have any ambition to, to adjust that status or do you enjoy, um, your amateur status? Um, I would say I definitely enjoy being an amateur. I have really no interest in, in riding as a professional. I, you know, I, I don't, I would never want to teach lessons. I don't feel I have the knowledge for that. You know, I'm, I take a lot of lessons myself because I need a lot of, you know, I feel like I need a lot of help and, um, and I enjoy just doing it for fun. I don't want the pressure to have to perform at a certain level. I just mm -hmm. want to go out and have fun and, you know, not worry about meeting anyone's expectations, right. you know? So yeah, I just like to do it for fun. Yeah. And with it, I mean, with it being such an expensive sport it's like yeah. you better you better enjoy it and like what yeah you're doing. exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. that's awesome so when you're when yeah. you're not riding and when you're not with your daughter what are some other things that you're you're passionate about um I mean I do like to work out I do a lot of Pilates and yoga and stuff like that and I've recently started doing some really nerdy crafts. Like I, I'm doing like some <laughs> hand embroidery projects. And I'm like, I haven't done this since I was probably like 12. I don't know. That's just, awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know why I randomly decided to do that, but I'm, I'm wanting to be a little creative and I, I don't, 
I was a math major. I'm much more of like a science nerd than a creative person. So I'm trying to find that side of myself when I have a little bit of spare time. That's, awesome. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you also, you said you also help your parents um, with their nonprofit. Yeah. So my parents run a, a nonprofit, a land trust in Missouri. So I, I help them out with some of their like digital media and marketing and, and stuff like that. So they're big conservationists and it's something I'm really passionate about as well. So I just try so, to help them get the word out. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, with, with your, with your um, previous um, education in math, I mean, yeah. how did that end up? I mean, you're such an influencer on social media <laughs> and now you help your parents. I mean, how did that transition yeah. happen? Well, that was, I mean, honestly, totally by accident. I really never expected any of this social media stuff to happen at all. Um, I was, I was a math major and then I was a math teacher for a long time. And, you know, and then once I started writing and I ended up with this super adorable horse, everybody was like, Louie needs his own Instagram. And I was like, haha, that's funny. I didn't even have an Instagram really for um, myself at the time. And then yeah. I, I just started posting his pictures and stuff. And he's obviously a very eye catching horse. So I think that just really helped, you know, a lot of people wanted to follow him and we had an interesting story since I was an adult riding this pony, even though I still think a lot of my followers think I'm probably a teenager, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everyone, everyone yeah. thinks I'm 18 too. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I, like I've said before, I, I bought him not expecting to do really much of anything with him in terms of, of eventing. I thought he'd maybe go novice and, you know, he ended up taking me really far in that sphere. So, you know, I think it, it was a, a story that I think a lot of people could relate to, like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, there is hope if I just, you know, build this relationship with my horse and they can take me, you know, to, you know, different levels. And so I think that's really how it caught on. But I, this was really no, in no way that I think that this was what I'd end up doing with, you know, a lot of my time at any point, you know a few yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it went from you posting pictures of Louie to now, I mean, you have over yeah. 40,000 followers, like yeah. dedicated diehard followers. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, what, what does that kind of, what does that platform mean to you? Or, or what are, what are some things that you've been able to do with this platform? Well, I mean, I'm still, you know, I just want to share th my day, my day to day stuff and my, you know, when I go to shows, I like to share that kind of stuff as well. But um, I really, I, I love hearing from my followers when they're saying, you know, that it's been inspirational to them that, you know, they can do more things with their pony if they have a small pony or, you know, now I'm having a lot of my followers come forward and saying, you know, I was a mom or I'm a mom and I was so nervous right after I had my kids too. So I'm so glad you're sharing this. So, you know, that a lot of people are relating to me in that way. And a lot that are, you know, just found out they're pregnant and I get messages like, is it, you know, how did you still feel about riding while you're pregnant? So I just like, it's great to answer those questions and to have a community like that. Um, because, you know, when I was going through this type of stuff, I had, you know, one friend who rode while, while she was pregnant a little bit and I was able to ask her questions. But other than that, you know, I didn't really know where to go. So I'm happy to have this platform to, you know, answer other people's questions, whether it's about that or about ponies or about eventing just in general. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. It's, it's yeah. such a, it's such a unique way to connect with people that you wouldn't have connected yeah. with otherwise. Yeah. Very cool. Really um, did you, I mean, obviously you get so much support on your account. Did you ever get 
any type of backlash or negative feedback um, with the fact of you like riding through your pregnancy? I, you know, overall, I would say it was 99% positive. I, there, I did get a, a few comments sometimes like, you know, oh, it's just not worth it. It's not safe. And I totally respect that viewpoint. You know, I, I totally do. And I understand. I just, I would try to relay the message that this was all, you know, under the care of my, my doctor, my doctor didn't have a problem with it since it wasn't a new activity for me, you know, right. it's something she said, it's something you've done every day before you got pregnant. So you can continue it as long as you feel safe. You know, and she just told me to be aware of how I was feeling as my balance would change, you know, as my belly got bigger, but she was like, just right. be aware as long as you feel safe, you can do it. What they don't want people doing is being like, Oh, I've never ridden a horse before, but I'm five months pregnant. Let me go take some lessons. I'm going to go you know take up I mean? riding. Yeah. Right. So, like, I wouldn't go take up like cross country skiing while I was pregnant, you know, since I've never done that before. So it's like, you know, as long as from what my doctor told me and which was the advice that I followed was as long as I felt safe and comfortable and was aware of how I was feeling that I could continue to do it. And if I ever felt unsafe to stop and, you know, and I stopped once, like I said earlier, once I felt it was just so uncomfortable for me to get on and off. I was like, all right, right. this is just not worth it's it anymore. Time. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. So then my trainer wrote him and I would lunge him and things like that. So I think it's just, you know, there was some, you know, I, a few negative comments, but overall mo very positive. So that was great. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah. and I mean, especially if you can stay, you know, very, upfront and open about it I mean right. you, and, and explain your point of view and all of that I mean yes there really isn't too much negative to go off of in right the first place, so yeah right that's, that's a, that yeah. a good approach on your part yeah and I think with anything with with riding while pregnant or really anything you're doing with horses you know whatever you feel safe doing and you're being cautious you know and taking care of yourself and taking care of your horse you need to just do what you feel is, is best. You know, I mean, there's always going to be somebody who disagrees and, you know, just gotta kind of do you. Right. Exactly. Um, so with your account, you've also become a USC equestrian ambassador, which is yes. amazing. Um, yeah. how did that, how did that, um, partnership come to be? Um, that came to be a couple of years ago. Um, they reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in the program. And I definitely was because I think the really cool um, part about the ambassador program and just U.S. Equestrian in general and what they're doing now, how they're evolving the, um, the Federation is this whole join the joy campaign that they're doing, which is really why they asked me to be a part of it and why I wanted to be a part of it mm -hmm. was because there's previously the federation was so it was just all about competition you know i mean and if you weren't competing why would you want any any part of it right. um because that that was the whole focus so really they're trying to um spread the message that it's about more than competing it's about just the joy of being around horses in general and you know everything we accomplished with them inside and outside of the ring and the relationship with our horses and 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 so they asked us to just kind of, you know, help spread the message that it's about that. And also they have this really cool online learning platform now with a bunch of videos. And so even if you're not competing, you can go on there and learn about grooming and horse care and, you know, eventing. And I mean, every single discipline, they've got training videos about, you know, whether you're on the horse, or whether you're off the horse, it's, it's right. just really cool with their, how they're expanding. That's the awesome. Federation. Yeah. 
That's so cool. So um, how did that process go to become an ambassador? So um, they, they had reached out to me and we had a few different interviews with different people in the Federation about what it would entail and, and um, how we would spread the message about the learning platform and, and, um, and the new, you know, the, the whole join the joy campaign in general. Um, and so we talked about that and, and uh, it just kind of went from there. And I, the first year I was a part of it, I went to Rolex when it was called Rolex and we did a bunch of stuff there um, with the program and it's just, it's kind of evolved from, from there. That's awesome. So um, what is your, what is your plan for, for the new year with your riding, with your, uh, with your influencer platform? What, what, what's 2019 looking like? So that's a good question because I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> so, um, I mean, in 2019, with Louis at least, I definitely want to get him back in the dressage ring. Um, we went out at third level this year, and he earned me my um, my bronze medal. So I want to start working towards the silver medal scores. I want to get out at fourth level and maybe even pre-St. George by next summer. Um, so that's my goals with him. With Ricky, um, I'm just really still trying to – get my confidence back, which he's already helped me immensely. And we've done a couple jumper shows this fall. So I want to do some more jumper shows with him and possibly some eventing as well. Um, and just kind of see where that partnership goes as well. Um, and with my, you know, influencer stuff, I, I just, I don't know. I want to, I'll just keep doing the same thing that I'm doing. I just love to, you know, share my favorite products and share, you know, what I'm doing with my horses every day. And, um, and just kind of whatever, what people like to see is what I will, will continue posting. And, but it's been really fun to, to get to know my followers a lot more. And I've met so many people and especially here in LA, it's great. A lot of my, a lot of girls that I've met through Instagram, we've met up for different rides, um, in the Hollywood Hills and for other different events. So I'm hoping to be able to do a lot more of that type of stuff too, and just meet people outside of Instagram as well. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, what what yeah. advice would you have for someone who is looking to? Because I'm sure you you get messages from people asking, like, I I want to post pictures of my horses yeah. too. Like, how do I get started and become yeah. an influencer? Yeah, I do get that question a lot, and I think, I mean, the best advice that I I can give is just to be yourself and just have it be organic. I mean, I think there's a lot of you know, pressure out there for people to get a huge following right away, but it's not mm -hmm. always about that. And, and it's just, you know, post stuff that, that you like, and that shows who you are and people, people will follow you. Um, just try right. to do it organically. You know, I don't think that, you know, buying followers and buying likes and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I don't even know how that works. So, but you know, yeah. I know people are tempted to do that. So it's kind of like, just let it happen naturally. And I think, I think that the engagement is a lot higher there because people, you know, recognize that it's really you and, and they want to get to know you as a person instead of this, you know, persona that you may, you know, that, or that you think people would want to see, I think is, right. you know, what a lot of people think they need to do. Um, yeah. but I think if you just are yourself and let people know that you're being yourself, I think that that's really the main main thing and um of course you know anytime you like a product you know you can tag the company and kind of you know and sometimes they'll repost and then that 
that will help as well. But I think the most important part is to just be yourself and just let it happen organically instead of asking for, you know, shout outs and all these kinds of things, which it doesn't usually, that doesn't usually help as much. I don't think. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, what are some of your favorite products? Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) a lot. Um, I mean, in terms of clothing, I'd say I wear a lot of Asmar stuff. I love all of their clothing. I Mm -hmm. think it's all just so beautiful and it's a good mix of like, I feel like I can be sporty in their clothes or I can be more high fashion. And so I think it's a really good mix. Um, that's, that's one of my favorite brands for sure. Um, mastermind is another kind of they've been around for a little while but i just kind of recently just discovered them their breeches are awesome i love their breeches mm-hmm. um so those would be probably my favorites in terms of clothing um for my horses um and people would see all this stuff on my account too but saratoga horseworks i think is such a cool brand they manufacture all their own stuff and in their workshop here in, in the USA and which I think is awesome. And I love their wraps. They're, the wraps are so versatile. I can use them like as polos or over ice to ice their legs. And I, they're based almost waterproof. I mean, I've ridden my horse in the ocean and them, and yeah. I just love all of their products. And so, yeah, I mean, I could go on, on, <laughs> on but <laughs> those are no, probably my, my top favorites that I buy the most stuff from at this yeah. point. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, um, Britt, I've loved having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and I thank wish you, you all the best me. this year. Thank you so much. I'm, I really appreciate you having me on and hopefully we can meet in person someday. Yes. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. What did you think of today's episode? Head over to anywhere where you listen to the equestrian podcast and please rate and review and tell me what you thought. I would love to hear your thoughts because I'm curious and it helps people like you find the equestrian podcast. It also allows us to find some amazing guests for you to listen to. So win-win for everyone. Well, that is about all the time we have for today, but make sure you're following us over on Instagram at equestrian podcast so that you stay up to date on any news for the podcast. So until next time, I'm Bethany Lee. This is the Equestrian Podcast. Now get out there and enjoy the ride.